Prairie Gardens has beautiful spring decor for your home. Bee decor is all around with super cute bee gnomes, dish towels, signs, and scented sachets. And the PG Floral Design Team has created beautiful bee floral swags and wreaths that will have your friends buzzing with compliments. Plus, our entire selection of artificial silk flower stems is now 50% off. Hurry in for the best selection. Prairie Gardens, beautiful spring decor. Prairie Gardens, locally owned, extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and boutique. Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts, Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. Come on out to the store if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Uh, And then you can also join in by phone at 217-356-9397 or you can text us at 217-351-5357. Our plant experts are here. Good morning, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And Steve Brown, hi. Hey, good morning. Beautiful morning. It's Although, well, uh, I it's wa- sunny. I, walked I would <laughs> probably leave it at that. I, I walked into the News Gazette building to, and radio stations, and uh, Carolyn is already there. And she was like, hey, can you, give, can you ask the plant expert something? And I was like, yeah, what's that? And she goes, can you ask... When will spring get here? And I was like, oh, are you kidding? It's yeah. sunny. It's Two beautiful. Days. I said, magnolias are popping are open, and, and you've got daffodils. And she was like, but it was 30. Oh, I said, but at, and at least it isn't freezing anymore. And she goes, well, it was 34 when I came into work. And I was like, yeah. okay, you might have a valid point there. <laughs> Two, <laughs> Two days. <laughs> Two more days. Do you guys even keep track of previous springs? Like if you were to say, oh, this spring reminds me of... The spring of whatever. Yeah, it reminds me of the spring from hell. <laughs> <laughs> was it about 10 years that ago? That classic. Yeah, about 10 years ago, was it? Yeah. What was that? We had a really mild spring up until uh, all through March. And, oh, things were leafing out like crazy and in flower. I think it was within the first 12 days of the month, the temperatures dropped down to single digits with heavy winds. Oh, no. Well, let's hope it's not like that one. Yeah. Well, that's what this reminds me of. No. Almost. Almost. Yeah. That was that was horrendous. We had to move every plant that was outside. It was oh my gosh. inside. Was, I remember. Like I said. And that's not a small task. <laughs> it no. It's pretty horrible. It's not. Yeah. So, anyway. No, we're not going there. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not going there. I mean, we, we've got. Cross your fingers anyway. We've got uh, primrose and pansies uh. and some of these early spring color guys are all outside and have been all week. Yeah. And, you know, we were keeping our eye on last night and our uh, eye on tonight for lows and saying, eh, do we need to cover? Nah, we don't need to cover. They're tough. So we're fine. We actually have uh, those famous petunia hanging baskets that Linda and the crew grows um, Mm. that are just incredible values. Just huge. Those are outside because they take cool temperatures very well. Thank heavens. (laughs) Yeah. And if it was going to get down... You know, below 30, we probably would cover them, but we're going to take our chances, I think, the way it's looking. Yeah, I think it's moderated pretty nicely. Mr. Weisgarver did a calculation this morning and said, well, the sun turns out and that black shade cloth or ground cloth that they're on is going to absorb so many degrees of heat and radiate <laughs> till 3.30 He's right in the on morning. It. So He's right on it. He, he did his calculations, and so we're going to go it, for it. It was not quite that accurate, but it okay. was pretty darn close. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, yeah, you said, what the heck? <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> oh, well. Whatever you say goes. Uh, not as really. far as I'm concerned. Not I was really. just happy that sun was in my eyes driving to work. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sure you were. Oh, yeah, man. that was. Yeah, it's just at the point now where when we're coming in on Saturday mornings, it, yeah, it's right there in our eyes. <laughs> well, and, and it may not last all day here, but it's um, great way to start it. It's a great way to start it, and you walk back into the production greenhouse, and again, customers are welcome to go back there, and you see the crops that uh, mm. Bonnie and Linda and Ama and crew are growing. The hanging baskets are unbelievable. Fabulous. The combos are mostly up in the air off the benches because everything has to be spaced and touched. You know, not too many greenhouses have the luxury of being able to put something in its final spacing initially. The first time, yeah, yeah, right. Because they can't afford to have all that extra space. Yeah, it takes um, up a lot of space to grow that stuff. Yeah, so it they're really up in the air, and the quart geraniums are spaced. The gallons are going to get spaced in the next three days, um, and they're starting to bud up and look sellable. Um, I so just it's walked out. Timing wise, it's going to be incredible. I walked out this morning, and and all I could do is just stand there with my mouth gaping open, and I just just slowly turned my head and just took in all of the color and the eye candy. And John comes by. You're talking about and him as the eye candy. Just how how what? John was the eye candy. Well, I'm of just course. Trying to, I'm just trying to. Yes, and there were also a lot of beautiful <laughs> flowers out there. So. <laughs> There and you so, go. And so we look at each other, <laughs> and you. and I say, just I'm speechless. There are no words. And he goes, Yeah, I know, right? Just I, I was just wow. And he goes, Yep, that's it. Well, you, you walk up and you see the primrose and the pansies and the hellebore yes. and the forsythia, and just even the red twig dogwoods out there is a Gosh, great yeah. contrast. And the geraniums and oh yeah, the that's right. Outside, some great. Not outside. No way. In the greenhouse. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. In the greenhouse. Oh, I'm in sorry. The greenhouse. Yeah. We have that great uh, creeping flocks starting to color up. Pop and open, yeah. The dianthus are so beautiful. Man. It's spring. See? Mm-hmm. Tell her it's spring. Spring. And okay, I will. So we're not 100%, but almost fully represented on the four packs of flowers and veggies. That's I a think, good start. Uh, yeah. I think we, we didn't bring in some of the watermelon, cucumber, squash kind of guys yet in the, in the four packs or in the Chef Jeff vegetables. But over the course of... Later this week or so, next week, they'll yeah. be represented yeah. in a small way. But I think every type of pepper and tomato is probably represented out there. When you say peppers and tomatoes, you you mean peppers and tomatoes. Yeah. yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. I was counting through the Chef Jeff list, and it's close to 160 different varieties. That's so, just what I was going to say. Holy. You guys are so good at having various varieties. It's... You learn so much just you do. looking at and the tags. And it makes the decision even harder. Yeah, it does. Yes, yes, it does. Well, but there's so many choices, and it's so easy. That's the the tags have so much information, or you just grab your smartphone and type it in and see what other information you want to get out of it. That's uh, that's the greatest thing about the, the labeling on, on the Chef Jeff. It has the great photo of the finished product and all the information you want to know about it, you know, down to the luscious 8-ounce fruit. You know, ready for your slicing hamburgers. And, Do you have any you know. recipe suggestions? <laughs> That's a good idea. Might as well. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I got the John Weisgarver potatoes planted last Woo. Sunday afternoon. So that was that was good. Um, and those are the golden Yukons? Or what, what is it you like again, John? Everyone. Okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> What'd you plant, Steve? <laughs> potato well, we, is a potato. We, we, we planted... A couple different uh, white banana fingerling types. So we planted banana, and we planted Austrian crescent, which is a new one for us this year. And um, 
And what, what's that supposed to look like? It's, uh, as you can imagine, the name Crescent. Uh, it, so it's a little bit tubular in its shape, if you will. A little bit more plump in the middle for whatever reason. I don't, you know, I guess that's the crescent definition of it. Or a little bit more a little so. gnarly, I guess. That's yeah, how I would a, think about it. Yeah. So it's going to be an unusual one. But just to try it. You only did a small row. Odd shape. Uh, odd coloring? I no, shouldn't say it's odd. A, it's a white one. Um, okay. And we planted some uh, French fingerlings that are pink and uh, some that are more pink on the outside and white on the inside, some that have more pink on the inside as well. Uh, and uh, uh, red Norland and Yukon Gold. And, uh, just Some of everything, apparently. Yeah. No, I, I wish there were. No, I don't wish. But I think it's going to be just right. Yeah, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Other than Yukon Gold, what would you say is the... I'm assuming that's the most popular, and what would you say would be the next most popular? I'd say Kennebec still is still one of the most popular good baking, keeping type potatoes that we that we sell. Kennebec, it's, yeah, it's still it's been that way for uh, as long as I can remember. So it goes back to the well popular before the 70s, I'm sure. Yeah. This. You remember back that far? A little bit. I doubt it. A little bit. <laughs> then the 70s were no fun for you. <laughs> no, we joking. were just uh, <laughs> talking about uh, uh, on the radio the other day about some songs from the 70s, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Brought back memories. Oh, did you put your phone on, uh, pull up some 70s greatest hits and put it in the plant app that's still on sale for seven ninety seven? I was showing my husband that. Yes, he wants one now. Well, I think you should do that for him. I'm so glad that you had it available on your website so that I could show him the photo. And, and yeah, I said, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, nothing electronic. It's just er, like designed so that it just it truly does amplify it does your phone. Thing. Does its thing, and you can have plants in it. That's the best part. <laughs> I mean, those, those two uh, fairy garden plants would have a hard time fitting in there, but uh, you could squeeze them in. Okay, Marianne says go for it. Huh? Hey, I think so. Wow. Yes, when uh, I went ahead and worked on. Because I got my Irish moss last week yes. and Scottish moss. So I went ahead and planted those. And uh, now I'm kind of getting back into my fairy garden and put some Easter things in it, little bunnies oh, and fun. stuff. Yeah. And so these these are a couple of my favorites. The um, Cuffia magenta? What sure. Is it Cuffia? Cuffia. Cuffia magenta. Is there a common name or a simpler name for this or is that it? Mexican heather. That's what I thought. Yay! Okay. Plant names for seventy-five, and it's going to get yeah. so full and 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 bloom for so long. Oh, I've it's a great, it's a great, wonderful annual. experience. With in fact, it. I haven't used it in a couple of years in some of my containers, and I think I need to. I love put the, it out there. Put some of that in, and put it outside yourself. in your containers, and hummingbirds would like it as well. I never even thought of that. Yeah, it's just for fairy gardening. Come on. <laughs> John and I were just walking through the birding section it is unbelievable we have so much in the way of supplies for birds it just doesn't matter what kind you want to feed or or take care of our house we've got it just it's fabulous yeah and the new moss covered uh, birdhouse just came in those are very cool so awesome but uh, seriously if if you're into the hummingbird thing there's every my hummingbirds like a particular kind of feeder and we've got them now really yeah can you describe it? Well, yeah. My it's red. My hummingbirds <laughs> like to rest when they feed. So that it, they like to have a little bar to sit on. Oh, while perch. Okay. Yeah. So, and we've got them. We've got several styles. 
all different kinds of styles, if it's Orioles or hummingbirds or whatever. We've got it over there. It's really great. Just I never thought about that aspect. I'm glad you mentioned uh, that. It makes sense. It's one of the best birding sections I've seen in any store. Yeah. Anywhere. Period. Anywhere. Period. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's really, really well developed. So that's pretty exciting. I think uh, there's some of the oddball stragglers on the solutions wall came in this week. So I think we have almost everything. There's only maybe about four or five items that aren't in finally in there. But the inside, whether it's the tools or whether it's the grass seed or stakes and supports or trellises, it's just pretty much here. And, of course, pottery. I love the, the Mexican pottery. It's so the cool. Talavera style. Yeah. Ooh. You yeah. need that pop of colors. Well, I, I yep. always say that about ceramics anyway. Mm-hmm. But the the Mexican um, pottery is just fabulous. I just happened to catch a, a, a spark of color over behind us mm-hmm. in, in the furniture department. And Brian has set up an entire table of the Televera over in there. And it just it just shouts color. A beautiful deep blue with lemons on it. Yes. Oh. Other leaf and yellow accents. Beautiful yep. Mediterranean look. Yeah. Yes. I like that Mediterranean look. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Nice. Definitely. This is Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. You can give us a call at 356-9397 or text 351-5357. Let's go to the phones where uh, Bill's come calling in from Rantoul. Talking about some cannabis bulbs. Uh, is that right? Hey, look? morning, Bill. I, uh, I had a quick question. Uh, I'm new to this, totally new, and I had a friend gave me some uh, cannabis bulbs. Is it too early or too wet to plant them bulbs now? Yes. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. When would be a good time okay. to do it? Cannas are tropical, so they like pretty warm weather. Okay. And, and we've had way too much rain. Yep. It'll this be closer okay. to Mother's Day. You know, it yeah. could be before, it could be after. Uh, just, okay, you want I'll, warm just wait till Mother's, I'll, yeah. I'll just wait till Mother's Day to put them in the ground then. So. That's a safe time. You'd like warm soil temperatures. Um, how deep... Would you recommend uh, that Bill plants them, guys? Two or three inches? I, th- I think that's deep enough, yeah. And Depending on how big they are. Hmm. I mean, you might have to go down further if, they're, if it's really Some big. Are they bulbs are they're pretty big. Some, I mean, well, to me, I, I think they're bigger, but they're bigger than, they're almost like a lemon. Maybe not quite the size wow. of a lemon or huge. Nice size. Are they yeah. as large as your hand, almost? No, not quite. Uh, well, uh, I guess, but, yeah, I guess, I guess they are probably, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and obviously much thicker than your fingers then. Um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so you'll yeah, plant them kind of sort of horizontally. Don't w- try and plant them vertically, if you will. If if okay. you can tell, if you want to bring one in for us to look at, we can make sure it's pointed the right direction or something like that. But uh, okay. you can do a little research online, but just plant it horizontal-ish, and, uh, and it's going to be hard to mess it up, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it truly yeah. will. Uh, how, uh, a good, how far a good well, plant the bulbs? Boy, it depends upon what variety it is in terms of how tall oh, it's going to be and how big it's going to be. Uh, do you have any idea what flower color it is or how tall it was in this red. fringe yard? Red in color and about three and a half foot tall. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want it to be a solid mass as far as um, how you're going to plant them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think a couple, three feet apart, guys? Uh, I, I Maybe two feet. Two like feet, the, yeah. If I you want it really, too. really dense. Okay. Oh, great. I got plenty of them. He just, he gave me a bunch of them. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a cool. good friend. Yeah, I, I would probably not even worry about breaking them up. I think it, they were probably broken up to some extent when they were harvested. Yeah, for sure. And oh. as long as they have nice, if they don't have any 
jagged, bad edges that are, and just check them to make sure there's no soft ends or anything rotten at all. And if there is, I'd cut that off. Uh, maybe okay. let it heal oh. over for a few hours or overnight before you plant them and uh, add some organic matter to the soil and away you go. Let it rip. All right. Well, I appreciate the information and you folks have a wonderful day. You also. Thank you so much. Thank you. You too, Bill. Mm. Thanks. You know, it's, you think about it, Bill from Rantoul, he's got a pretty famous radio name. Bill from Rantoul? Yeah. So, and if he's new to this stuff, the other Bill's a pretty experienced gardener, so I hope Bill's not in Bill's shadow here. <laughs> it is tropical time, though, thinking about cannas. I mean, it's it's not that far away that they'll be able to go underground with them, but... We got tropicals in again yesterday. We did. It's just fabulous to yeah. see all that stuff come in. What did you get? Like hibiscus? Palm trees. Got a few of the big palms. Oh. Yep, absolutely. It ended up with some of the Mexican petunias, uh, some oleander, uh, ixora. Did just you get some of the trade winds uh, hibiscus in on this one? Or is that a future one. trip? Next one. Next one. Then, so, uh, it's time. Yeah. Yep. Nice selection. Very, very nice selection yeah, out there. Yeah, it is there. a nice selection. And, and, and the, the whole, we call it the Cravo, but the the large attached greenhouse that has the retractable roof. Um, uh, John and the crew fully flip-flopped everything. So the cool seasons stuff is primarily outside now, and the tropicals got moved over to their final resting space, and the herbs and the veggies are pretty well laid out. Uh, yep. We'll enhance the selection a little bit over the next couple of weeks, but it's... You know, 85, 90% there right now. Um, the center is taking shape with all the sunny annuals. And then the west side's all the shady annuals. So it's coming Exciting. on big time. Mm-hmm. It is. It changes every day, actually. You're yes. right. It does. It's to keep us on uh, our toes. So a couple things I was excited about uh, that Marianne's brought in this year out in the fruits and berries. She has some Josta berry out there which I purchased one. Did you? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of a Josta berry. Well. Do tell. Do tell. It's a cross between a gooseberry and a currant. So it's thornless. It doesn't have any thorns like a gooseberry has, and it's a slightly sweeter flavor, but it's shaped like a currant or gooseberry. So it's round, dark berry. Super rich in vitamin C, of course. Uh, A tangy, tangy sweet taste and uh, gets to be about mm, four feet tall maybe five or six feet wide somewhere so in that range it's a shrub uh-huh okay so honey berries we have a couple of varieties of honey berries lots of blueberries lots oh, yeah. of raspberries great raspberries the fall golds are calling my name uh, i have two golds out there you need to look at both oh you have them. both i have two gold colored okay raspberry, yeah and you know and i think it's and you can do those different ways. I mean, they're kind of a, a, a ever-bearing fruit, so you'll get a crop in the summer. You'll get a heavier crop maybe in early fall with those, and just depends on how you prune them and what you what you go for. But uh, I think I like to prune them with a mower at the end of the season. And nice. That's my famous. Do you one. like pick it up on the sides and? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Makes me think of Lydia every time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lydia Puttycomb. Yeah. I miss that girl. Me too. So fruit-wise, we've, we've, we've probably doubled our, our selection of fruits. Um, it's just, just become a, a great thing to hobbies. This is a great hobby. 
growing fruits. We had a, a, f- a friend vendor who is a couple hours away from us, and we get some pumpkins from them and, and things. And he was we were just talking about spring, and he was looking for some peach trees and apple trees specifically. And he had ordered some, and they were canceled on him. And he's he, he knows varieties, and he wants the best ones. And I said, well, we've got that one. Oh yes, we awesome. have that one. Marianne has that one too, and that one. So awesome! <laughs> yeah. Well, we have then, we have peaches, we have nectarines, we have plums, just cherries, apples, pears, pears Asian, Asian pears. pears. That's that's the one that I would if I could only add one fruit tree to the garden, it would yeah, be an Asian, Asian pear. pear. Yeah, and you've got one that's primarily self-fertile, but I think if you have a couple different varieties, you'd have better fruit production. Yeah, they, they typically say that they're, uh, they'll serve self-pollinate, but it's like most fruits that self-pollinate, they probably do a little bit better if you have a cross-pollinator. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Fun stuff. I found some rhubarb, so in a couple of weeks we will have rhubarb. We um, met, order got canceled uh, several weeks ago that was supposed to be here now, but uh, I found some more, so that's good. Yeah. Are you guys running into that a lot? It sounds like it. Yep. It's really tough to find these. I think yes plants. and no. It's it's not really tough. Some things are. I think Marianne has overcome a lot of it just because of digging in and calling and emailing and, and continuing to scour. So I think. We're pretty good. I mean, I mean, you look outside there and I can't fathom. I mean, yeah, you had a hiccup here or there, but then you found a way to make it happen through another vendor. Yeah. So I didn't find any gooseberries, but... and. Didn't find any Darn. black. You don't no, need to have gooseberries. No, you no have jostaberries. No black raspberries either, which was really disappointing. I've but had, you have so many blackberries. Yeah, lots of blackberries, but no black raspberries. And lots of red raspberries. And gold raspberries. Gold raspberries, so they're yellow? Yeah. They're beautiful. It's no, pretty. When they're, they're really fully wonderful. ripe. Yeah. It's just like a butterscotch yellow. It's They're gorgeous. It's very pretty, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. And I'll, but Yeah, it's probably lovely next to the also the red raspberries. Or the black, black raspberries, yeah. yum. If I had them, <laughs> right. <laughs> and and some of the smaller blackberries that you have out there that are thornless, yes, are incredible. Uh, and you have triple crown. I think you've got. I don't know if you have black satin, but you've got two or three thornless varieties, which is completely the way to go. Baby cakes, yeah. That's a cute. It's one of those that they they promote to uh, grow in a container of some kind. Oh, that thornless. So that, raspberries. Yep, yeah, and there are are. Uh, blueberries that could, are promoted as being for the containers. Certainly you can grow them in the ground, but yeah, they have well, a little more condensed I'm form. so happy to hear that. Awesome. Even North Country, that's a perfect yeah. size. You oh, just got absolutely. that in this week, and yeah, yeah. that's going to be another small one that's, I'll say yep. it's about a three-footer, yep. which is doable. A, a mid-size. Very doable. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great if you don't have a lot of space. To, it's exa- to that's exactly yeah. right. Who yeah. has room for that eight-foot tall? Well, there's no blueberries that are eight foot tall but anyway yeah. right <laughs> ish truly like apartment living i remember when i was yeah. in apartments and you wanted to grow things like i can't grow anything really outdoors now all of these fruits that you're talking about are they all full sun they re- they really want a half a day of full sun or more they'd prefer to have eight to ten to twelve hours of sun okay. and some of the the raspberries in particular if they had four or five or six hours you'd get decent fruit production Probably. on them. I mean, you often see them growing wild on the edge of a wooded area and yep. stuff where they're somewhat yep. shaded for part of the day, but getting yep. a good half a day of sun. Yeah, somebody better stay out of my patch. 
somebody. But it's uh-oh. close, a, a whole it's bunch close of to the road better. where people could stop. Uh-oh. Oh. Just put up those poisonous signs like you have in the past and keep them away. Mm. Caution. Sure it isn't the squirrels and deer and raccoons all coming around. Probably not. They're partying at night. You just don't see them. They're having a big old party with your berries. That didn't sound right. Blueberries. Moving right along. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. So my magnolia tree is starting to open up, and it looks gorgeous. And I have beautiful daffodils on the side that are all gorgeous yellow. I'm wondering what's going on in your yards right now. Same thing. Yep. I've got daffodils like crazy. Yeah. Just, just, just. I, wow, that's really awesome. I'm glad I remembered to plant those. <laughs> yes. See. Yeah. I see that. And, and where and where sometimes you think okay, oh, there's I that. Did plant that there. Cuz <laughs> I that. I just had some skillas that um are beautiful that little blue blue purple. I love those. And I was like, "Oh, I planted it there." I forgot <laughs> I, forgot I well, planted that. I planted about six different areas and then I'm just like, "Oh." Okay. You said that like a real Dutch guy. Yeah. <laughs> Skilla. There's aconites. I planted aconites last year, and I totally forgot that I planted those. Yeah. But uh, not all of them came up. I think the squirrels moved them or had them for breakfast. I'm not sure. But um, there's a few of them did. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's neat. I just uh, discovered uh, on my little walk around the Virginia bluebells are starting to eat out of the ground. Oh, cool. Which is very cool. That's definitely spring. Yep. So if there is one positive about this cool weather... In theory, all this color should last a long time. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it's a ball plant or whether it's a magnolia. Yes. Or anything else that's coming into flower. And some, you know, it's just suspended animation. Yeah. It's reasonable to think you might get an extra week or two out of some of this stuff than you, oh, for than sure. you could otherwise. Let's go back to the phone lines at 3569397 and talk to Rick, who's calling in from Villa Grove. Hey, good morning, Rick. Good morning. Say, uh, this is a good time of the year to transplant. Uh, well, I've been doing that with my peonies. They've been on the north side of my house for ever since I moved here, and I've been, for the past few years, taking uh, 8 to 15 roots you know, and moving them to the uh, uh, south side of my property. So when I walk out the door, I can see them. Right now, they're up about uh, 4 inches out of the ground, nice uh, dark red little shoots sh- coming up. And uh, four days ago, I, I dug up two other batches, uh, totaling about 20 plants or wow. stems. I've got them um, moved, and with all the rain and the chilly weather and everything, the, the ground's kind of soggy. Uh, they just took hold right away, no problems. Yep. And my naked ladies are up about a foot tall too, but there's no, <laughs> there's no flower Already? on them yet. Got to wait, got to wait for the leaves to die off, and then. Then two weeks later, here comes that sprout with that pink flower shooting out. Yep. Huh. <laughs> yeah, all, that's amazing. All, all fun to look forward to. Yeah, it is. Okay, isn't that's it? all sure. I had to say. Well, thanks. thanks Rick. Thank you. Hey, no problem. I'm glad you called in. You too. I'll tell you, we had some peonies uh-huh. arrive this week that were in bloom. Yes. yes. They were in a, obviously grown in a greenhouse, and we didn't expect them to be showing color, but they're stunning. They're, they're called red, but they're just a really good deep hot pink mm-hmm. they and, really are pretty and they are just superb the semi-double form we've been they've been walking out of here every day yeah. 
What a great thing to pick up for, for Easter. Yeah, for sure. Spring just to have you know, and oh, enjoy yeah. it. You don't yeah. have peonies in bloom for Easter. Heck no. But yes, we do. But Prairie Gardens does. Yeah. All right. Here's a text. Good morning. Speaking of cannas, last year you had a canna plant called Cleopatra. Yes. Which mm-hmm. performed fantastic in oh, my yeah. backyard. Oh, yeah. Do you have the bulb in stock or... When will you be getting that plant in stock? The plant will arrive Thanks, probably about that last week of April. So okay. it's not here yet. But we have hundreds and hundreds of them coming. Now, the Cleopatra canna, what does it look like? It depends upon the day. Or what really? site you're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's It has a, a leaf that can be that kind of purpley red or green or both it has maybe a red flower here and a yellow flower here or one flower that's yellow on one side and red on the other so it's one of those speckles yeah Yeah, speckles speckles. i mean it just is all over the place the whole thing is just a crazy sport it's just fun i love that the the leaves are have just random patterns of color which is is totally it just adds something so cool it just you know every time Another leaf unfurls. It's like, oh, it's that color. If a plant could be a crazy party, it's That's that it. plant. That's it. Yep. And how tall does the Cleopatra canna get? Not very big. Maybe three to four. Yeah. It's a I, I, had, one. I actually had Two one that was about five. Do you got That's a cool. five? Yeah. Well, that's because of your green thumb, I'm oh, assuming. I don't think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're, Wait a minute. They're not, so cannas can, <laughs> some cannas can get really tall if it's, you know, really back of the border kind of mm-hmm. uh plant but the cleopatra is something a little more doable you know it's it's easier to fit it into a garden unsuitable for a large container still too yeah nice. probably well, unless you're talking big. really big unless container. you got a big one no i really big I, it's not that big a container it was quite happy in there thank you oh, cool. because okay, it cool. has really deep root growth or it needs it no oh. it's just tall okay you know and ish needs that balance yeah, you have. So it, it, it may need some support, maybe it's if, your if you're out in the wind. Yeah, and again, hummingbirds like it too. Oh heck I mean, yeah, they, hummingbirds uh, love. We're hanging around big time. Yeah, but no, it's a it's a nice thriller in a container. If it's, I'd say if it's at least a maybe eighteen inch container or larger, it it can be in scale to that. I think it's more of an issue as much as anything. Even if it doesn't flower, the foliage is so dramatic. Wow, well, it's such yeah. a wow. If, yeah. if for some reason the flower doesn't match your color scheme with what you have designed in the container, Turn the pot. cut the flowers off like Marianne's saying, <laughs> and just do it for the foliage. It's worth it. Yep. It is. Really pretty. Nice. So anyway, yeah, that was a great question. We'll have them, apparently. The will be gallon pots again, and they'll be, uh, I, I think, you know, it's not something we bring in super early just because there's no reason. Yeah, uh, but exactly. But yeah, they'll come in about that last week of April, and we'll have plenty of them again this spring. Yay. What are some of the other popular cannas? Anything uh. with a bronze leaf, to me, is just outstanding. But they're all gorgeous. You know, whether it's the ones like Bill from Rantoul called the Red Flower that probably had a green leaf. Those are clean and crisp. But mm-hmm. um, I personally favor the ones that have the bronze leaf. So whether they have an orange flower or a red flower, um, those I, are the ones that catch my eye. I think that yep. that's exactly the way to go. You have to think about foliage. So... Sorry. Excuse us. <laughs> that was Steve trying to wave to somebody hello and the mic cord flapping against the t- table. Whatever. <laughs> so foliage is such an important part of a garden because flowering, some of the tropicals and, and annuals theoretically bloom all growing season. 
But other than if you can't put lots of annuals and tropicals in your yard, you need to look at foliage, even if it's the canna. Um, that's uh, the bronze foliage is I think so striking because I I have to tell people this all the time. Green is a color, mm-hmm. so <laughs> most foliage is green. Um, in, in trees and shrubs and some of the uh, perennials that you use. So if you find something that has a color in it, like the bronze or, or a gold foliage, what a nice contrast to the green, which is a color. Yes. <laughs> so we'll have totally. those with orange mango flowers. We'll have them with red. We'll have uh, white ones. Uh, we'll have yellow. We'll have just about every color you could possibly imagine. Yep, and, fun. of course, Cleopatra, that's some Everything. F- variation of red and yellow at the same time. Yep. Wow. Cannas. And that is something that uh, at the end of the fall season, you, you're going to pull it out of the ground and then like keep it in a root cellar? or You can. You don't have to. You could just say, I enjoy that thoroughly and I don't want to store it and start from scratch the next year. Because we, oh. we have cannas that start at three ninety nine, so they're not a, oh. they don't have to be an expensive plant. So and, you just treat them like an annual? Or you could okay. dig it up and store it. And then grow a whole bunch of them and then be share like them. Rick's neighbor. Right, share them with Bill. <laughs> and then share them. And there, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, funny. Three five six nine three nine seven. by the way, is our phone number. Or you can text us at 351-5357 for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. The store is beautiful, inside and out. You yes, know, it is. You, you were talking about really adding hard. A, that tropical feel to the garden. Yes. And so if we're talking about landscape beds and not just containers... So if I had to list a top, a few top ones besides cannas, uh, elephant ears would certainly be on the top of my list. Uh, some of the huh. papyrus, the, gar- the grassy-like guys that are not really a grass but yes. have that exotic feel, and there's different heights. I mean, you can get a huge one that will get six or eight feet tall like King Tut. Or yep. you can get a... That's uh, the name of it? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's, and it takes moist conditions or moderately moist soil conditions very, very well. Um, I would consider those. Uh, the Caucasias, which are similar to an elephant ear, but um, will tolerate a little bit more shade typically. And there's one called Mojito that's one of my favorites. Very nice. That's green with purple splotches all I over like the leaves. Mojito. And I like Friedic. Which one? I like Friedic. Friedic? Yep. That's really pretty. What yep. does Friedic look like? It's got a lot of veining, deep veining. Oh, okay. If you could imagine a pterodactyl yeah, okay. yeah. kind of thing. A little bit more so. Teacup is a pretty cool one. Yes. A smaller it's leaf that's a little bit puckered. It just, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. There's so many names in the market now. And each, the next one's better than the last. Yeah. And for that's smaller great. plants, for that tropical feel, caladiums. And I know when Jessica was here from Proven Winners a few weeks ago, she was talking about some of the new caladiums that they've developed. Um, and we just got a, an entire shipment of caladiums uh, out of Florida that... Oh, we have them root in for us, and then Linda will finish them off here in the greenhouses. So there's huge 8-inch pots and 6-inch pots and 4-inch pots all back there that over the next mm, three to four weeks, they'll just be smoking with color. Yep. And, and that just gives an incredible tropical feel for a sunny spot or a shady spot, yep. container or in the ground. Nice. Pretty special. Yep, yep, yep. And, yes, we have no bananas. Bananas are great for adding that tropical feel in your garden. I'm sorry, what? Yes, we have no bananas, but we have bananas (laughs) in the garden. She's just ahead of us as usual. (laughs) It's too early, Marianne. Actually, we don't have bananas. We have insetas, which are banana relatives, uh, which we just got in yesterday. We just did get some yesterday. They're really big, too. Wow. Did they actually bear fruit? 
in their native environment. Oh, okay. You aren't going to see it here. Not here. No. But we'll have uh, Zebrina or Rojo, and we'll have the red one and the red insetti. Yep. Uh, that Marianne's talking about. And and even just palms added to it or in a shady area, just to even adding a philodendron or, or you know, I can imagine a salome in a shady garden. Yeah, uh, that'd be added cool. to Absolutely. It for a, you know, a, a Swiss cheese, <laughs> anything that would just give you an incredibly different texture. Yeah. I, I exotic feel. I'm a big fan of the bird nest for, for contrast. That's I can really see cool. that. Love it. You did yeah. those in some of your containers last year, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Bird nest fern. Yep. I'll have to check into that one. Yep, check it out. Different texture. It's great stuff. Okay. I'm going to do uh, this this year. I got a little inspired from Proven Winners uh, with the Moon Garden, the white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm try, oh, try that's that, right. Uh, in one of the areas around my deck. And this was, just talked about a white garden where you just yeah. tried to get a wet bunch of white blooms. And at night, under they the moon, shine. they just shine silvery white. They just yeah. shine. Absolutely. I'm so glad you're going to try that. Yeah. You're going to try to take a photo, and, aren't and you? And accomplish it easily with uh, with foliage that we were just talking about. Sure. Oh. With the green and white foliages. Uh, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, okay, it will be good. fun. That's awesome. Speaking of foliages, or go ahead. You got a text or something? Yeah, speaking of uh, actually, uh, let's go to the phones. Because Rick is calling in from Longview, so it's a different Rick. Okie doke. Hey, good morning, Rick. Car. Good, good morning. Um, my question is, uh, we have a planting that's got a, they, we had a large tree and we had a young man come in and do, put in some plantings. And part of the planting was some boxwoods. They're probably about 10 to 12 years old. And they're probably about uh, maybe 24 to 30 inches tall. But we're having areas within the boxwood, like branches, that are dying. So we're wondering whether we can can uh, uh, prune those uh, and, and let new growth come out. or Because uh, we just cut off the dead and we've kind of got a hole in the boxwood. So... We're wondering kind of maybe what would be the best to do. How much of the boxwood was dead that you removed, would you say? Well, it, it, it's just like one, one I'm going to say a branch. I can't figure out why why they, why they're dying. Uh, you know, it's, it's not because of pets or, or anything like that. Um, so, I mean, on, on the front side... I would say maybe 20 to 25%. And when did you first start to notice the dying? Oh, a few couple years ago. And you notice it during the growing season or coming out of the winter? Coming out of the winter mainly. So I guess two things. One thing would be trying to figure out why they're dying to see if there's anything that can be done to keep it from happening further. Um, right. I, I I would suggest taking a sample to the plant clinic. I don't know if they're open okay. and going over at Turner Hall, Marianne. Marianne's saying she thinks so. Can't you hear me shaking my head? Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but I would, I would get a hold of them and talk to them about getting a sample in, and they can slice it and dice it and give you a definitive answer on if there is a disease problem or if, it, if they think it's an insect-related problem. Um, and as far okay. as regenerating... Um, I think you did the right thing. Anytime anything is dead, you want to remove it. 
The only yes. thing I would caution you about is if, in case it is a disease problem, which we don't know that it is, but if it was, I would consider dipping my pruners in a 10% bleach and water solution or wiping them off with rubbing, rubbing alcohol in between cuts, just so I, if it is a disease, I don't transmit it from plant to plant. Um, okay. But by exposing and cutting out the dead, there is a good chance that that boxwood will fill in into that space over time. Um, right. I would perhaps uh, top dress around the plant with compost just to give it uh, a little extra uh, touch. Okay. Certainly, yeah, oh, and yeah. certainly uh, you should be doing some type of fertilization yeah. uh, at least once just a year. Just to help it, yeah. yeah. Just to help it a little and bit. I like to prune boxwoods, and, and you're doing obviously a lot of things really well if you've had them for 10 or 12 years and yeah. they're maintained at that height. But I like to prune them a little bit more irregularly and, uh, and keep some sunlight uh, coming into the side of the plant versus just shearing them and having a very thin skeleton where I only have about an inch of leaves or two inches of leaves or across the top. So I like to to cut in and out, if you will, a little bit. I can still maintain a general okay. shape and size like I want to, but that way sunlight can get down inside the plant and I'll yeah. generate new growth that way and keep it well, fuller, a little bit deeper. The the location, there, we have a tree that is is... Um, cl- close to the house here, where the where the planting is, and they were put kind of around the the uh, base of the tree, out about eight to ten feet, and so uh, it doesn't get any direct, really too much direct sunlight till late afternoons. Sounds like they're competing with the tree nicely and yeah. you're doing a lot of things super super well i think marianne's idea about the compost side dressing them would be great to be mushroom compost okay. manure or anything like that to give them a gentle feed and then uh, okay All right. if you want to try and find out the solution maybe track down the plant clinic and see if you can get a sample into there, there okay go. well thank you very much you bet. good luck thank you yeah good luck rick thanks for calling in uh, bye-bye <laughs> bye-bye Ah, three five six nine three nine seven. I shouldn't give the phone number out because it's almost time to wrap up the show. No, I guess. Really? I know already. Wow. So, if you want to feel like spring and it's too chilly outside for you again, come out and stroll through the greenhouses. Indeed. Stroll through, stroll through the shrub lot. See all the cool things that are going on. Start lining your driveway and your garage with stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I think we're getting yep. to be that time of year where it's too close. wet, yeah. I can't plant it. So It's going to sit or if there. it's too cool, I can't plant it, but it's going to go gonna in and crazy. out. That's right, because you if you see it, you better get it, because it might not be here the That's next time. That's what I have learned. Oh. That is so true. I, I, so many times I've thought, oh, okay, I'll get that next week. Next time, yeah. Yeah, and then it's gone. Yep. That was a lovely noise. I apologize. That's okay. All right. So sales going on that everybody wants to know about? Yeah. Go to prairiegardens.com and see what's going on. We've got a, a current sale ad that runs through Wednesday. And then we've got a new one starting this coming Thursday on the 14th. Fabulous. Ta-da. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, and I'm going to go home and I'm going to enjoy putting in my little fairy plants. And, and buying a plant amp for your husband for seven ninety seven. There you go. That's right. The plant amp. That was that was that that's very cool. Enjoy Gotta get your, one. Enjoy your daffodils and the scylla and oh, you know what I had I I have in bloom right now? I just remembered, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Sanguinaria, Canadensis multiplex. That's uh double blood root. Oh, that's exciting. It is exciting. <laughs> it's just like like these little white dahlias. Oh. Only it's a it's a mound. 
and it's it's like in full bloom right now. It's just so awesome. It actually looks like a little mound of snow. I'll forgive it for that, but it really is pretty. What's it called again? Blood good or blood root? No, blood root. Okay, that one up. Marianne Metz. Yes. Thank you You're for welcome. all of the advice today. John Weisgarver, thank you. Always a pleasure. (laughs) And Steve Brown. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live, and I'm your host, Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leake. We have Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Now, if you want to listen to this show or any previous shows, you can go to our website at WDWS.com and click on Multimedia to get to the podcasts. You can always email experts at WDWS.com. Have a great weekend and thanks for listening. Our garden center is ready and our greenhouses are growing the prettiest annuals and perennials around. At Prairie Gardens, we've fussed over all your favorites and added some new ones to the mix. Come see them in all their color and glory. And the PG Plant Experts are here to help with all your gardening questions, too. Flowers, veggies and herbs, lawns, trees and shrubs, we got it. Prairie Gardens, locally owned, extraordinary gardening, plant experts, home decor, framing, and boutique.